Hello and welcome back guys. On today's show I have Emma McQuaid, uh, Ireland's fittest lady. Um, she's number one, ranked number one in Ireland through the CrossFit Open and is heading to the Games, the CrossFit Games in July 29th. So I had 30 minutes to grab a quick Skype chat with her as she's having her breakfast and I wanted to hear a wee bit about her story, where she started and how she got to where she is right now. Um, so you'll hear a little bit about that. Um, she's a grafter, all right, and I wish her all the best now for um, the CrossFit Games in July. But hopefully you enjoy the show. Um, again, it's, I was very excited to get chatting to Emma, so we'll just get on with it. Enjoy, guys. You been doing all morning? Uh, lie in until uh, 7.30 so, and then uh, get ready for biking for session one. Good, 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 good stuff. Hey, nice to actually get you on on uh, Skypay to get, get a wee quick chat with you. You're uh, national number one, like you're national champion like for, for Ireland, female. Um, how yeah. does that feel? That wasn't the, the goal for me. Was top twenty in the world, so it was so. Um, and you obviously, if I got top twenty in the world, the national champion would take care of itself. So, uh, for me, I I made it made it my goal for the year was the the top twenty. Yeah, and you got so, fifteen, uh, didn't you? You got fifteen. Yeah, fifteenth. It's class. So it's yeah. So it was awesome. And uh, and and so like, uh, are you excited about that, or have you? Is it kind of something that's? Are you worried? Can for set not go to being in the top twenty? Were you kind of expecting it, or what's what was your? No, uh, no, definitely wasn't expecting it. Um, I had to kind of make uh, like a really high goal for myself, just um, just so I'd push deeper in every workout. I mean, I had to like there was um. There was no. Sometimes you do a workout and you're like, oh yeah, I think that was good enough. But for to get top ten in the world, like I think it's good enough isn't good enough. Yeah. So that's why I made that goal before the open that I had to push like more than I wanted to and go darker than I've ever went. So um, I've got twenty years previous, but I've been a lot uh, better prepped for the open. Yeah. Uh, and this year, this year I got a bit of an illness um, just after Christmas, and um, it's, it's still under investigation. So um, <clears throat> I've had like lo- like five chest infections from December. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't really know where my fitness was at, and I was actually quite scared to be honest. So I wouldn't, wouldn't make it. <laughs> uh, you're you're getting that sorted now. You're going to a specialist and stuff. Yes, yeah, too much. It took it took a, a long time, so I've obviously had a lot of tests done over here, um, and they came to the conclusion, um, obviously pending um, seeing the doctor now on Monday, um, but they've came to the conclusion that I have got exercise-induced asthma. So obviously, because I haven't, we didn't know I had asthma, yeah. um, because. Whenever every time I do high intensity, my lungs can't cope, so then it causes a chest infection. So that happened like five times in a row. Right. So I have been on inhalers now for five weeks, um, and now I've got the lung and chest specialist in London now on Monday. So 
Hopefully you get some proper answers. You're managing it then? Yeah, just managing it. Obviously, I'm like nowhere near like where I want to be. Like my lungs just don't feel like how they did six months ago. But right. we'll get we'll get to the bottom. But hopefully on Monday. Cool, cool. Um, hi, I've heard your name come up a lot. Uh, <laughs> um, the first guy to even mention your name to me was Connor Lynch. I don't know if you remember him from motocross yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like going back, that's maybe five, six years ago. And uh, and so like knowing of you then, but you've been in the motocross before. Did you start CrossFit to get better at motocross, or what? What was it? Yeah, uh, well, I always wanted to train alone, so I did because my partner David, whenever he raced, he um we would have started, we would have trained together, and then he had an accident. Yeah. So then I was training by myself, mm-hmm. and I hated it. So then I was like, right. If I can train with other people that like I'm used to, I'm gonna get better at quad racing. Yeah. Because I just kind of stopped training because I had to train by myself. Um. So then obviously I find find CrossFit to get fit for quad racing and yeah. then quit quad racing. <laughs> so there was no intention of making no. the the games in CrossFit at all. Alessia, I couldn't even do a pull up or put like a PVC pipe above my head when I first started because I had terrible mobility from sitting on a quad bike. For nearly twenty-two years. That's insane. And so, when was the time that you said, like, "Oh, right, I'm going to go for this," or like to be competitive, I want to be the best, or whatever? Um. Well, I did my very first open workout. Um. Three months after, no, four months, four and a half months after ACL surgery reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Um. And we literally, like, the gym owner, I used to do the CrossFit eighty twenty were. Uh, PD trains from now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, and the owner was just like, "Sure, everyone just sign up." And there's a big party at the end, you know. <laughs> and I was like, "Sweet!" Couldn't do the first workout because I couldn't do double unders with my knee. Right. Um, I couldn't do the second workout really because there was like thrusters or something. And then the third workout had four, third or fourth workout had box jumps and deadlifts, and I just did step downs every time. Mm-hmm. And I got like thirty third in the world. So I was like, "Shit!" It just gets uh, the standards changed quite a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, but like, I, but like that year, I finished like three thousand seven hundred or something. Like you know, like my score was terrible, but that one workout I finished like thirty third or thirty fourth in the world. Yeah. So then I was kind of like, "Oh, maybe if I could do all the rest of the movements, I could be decent." Yes. And then the following year, I think I finished like thirty fourth in the world. Yes, and I've been like top twenty ever since. You've, yeah, yeah, like since two thousand and sixteen, you've been in the top twenty. Yeah, like that's like insane. So your yeah. fitness level has been kind of high, I suppose, from the motocross. You need to be actually fit for that, like. Oh yeah, like we would have done quite a lot of training, obviously for the for the quad racing. Um, so yeah, I've always been fit, but never been like like properly strong or skilled yeah. as in gymnastics yes yeah that's totally crossfit's totally different again yeah um that's cool man like so that that's a great start so uh, what what give you that i think for somebody like yourself from talking to you, even messaging like having your time and stuff is very precious so you're disciplined and that's just, this is what i'm getting from you just from from talking to you through messenger and stuff but like 
you're very disciplined and strict with your time because you like at the weekend you would have that off like yeah. as well and away from CrossFit so um when did you get down to the nitty-gritty of having that structure and having that that age where you're being more methodical about how you're doing CrossFit and that um just kind of like more being around professional athletes yeah kind of in that mindset um beforehand like I would have just been oh if I'm tired I'll get up at nine o'clock or yeah. if I want to watch a movie I'll go to bed at 11 o'clock yeah. if you know what I mean? and then I started kind of like training uh, with Sam Briggs in like 2016 before regionals yeah. and like she's like very very like I get up at this time and I go to bed at this time I eat at this time I train at this time so and um, for me, it kind of was just like, right, well, this is going to be the difference for me to become a better athlete. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm in bed every night uh, for 9.30. I get up every day at 7.30, and it's just routine. Like, um, on a Sunday, I lie in, but I still go to bed on a Saturday night at 9.30. Yeah. yeah. So I try to try to just have, like, a, a routine now. Yes. And you've been away with the, the elite athletes, Sarah Sigma's daughter, Briggs there as well. Um how 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 much have you been in contact with them? Uh well Brittany actually left her off to the airport yesterday. She was over there training, so she was at mine. Um so yeah, like we try to t- tie in training as much as we can whenever we're both of both free. Um so I would say we'll probably train together another couple of times before the games. Right, because so, uh, so. uh, just uh, like obviously being around those people, they're going to lift you as an athlete and stuff as well. You were away, I think it was Iceland in May, yeah. was it? And yeah, yeah. What what was that like? Yeah, oh, it was so good. Like it was awesome. We actually had quite limited uh, training slots because like they had like Nuku took us away yes. and they had quite a lot of activities planned for us. But we like we were able to train for two and a half hours a day. But then. They made sure we did plenty of outdoor activities, so um, it was really, really good. We got to like do uh, like ice, ice climbing, glacier walks. Wow. We they took us out around the mountains and uh, mountain biking, running. It was really cool. That's awesome, man! Excellent. Um, and now coming up, the the CrossFit Games is coming up now in July. That's not that long away. Twenty ninth of July, isn't it? Uh, so. Yeah. How, you obviously have to go out there to America and stuff. So what's the prep like? What's the, are you, are you nervous? Are you excited? Or are you kind of? Yeah, I'm, yeah, like, I'm just really nervous. I mean, not nervous, sorry. I'm really excited. Yeah. Um, I'm not nervous yet. Um, obviously, we don't really know a lot of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've been told that, I think it starts on the 29th, but we don't know who it starts for. Because apparently, right. like the top twenty was meant to get a buy, right? So we don't know. Does the top twenty start on the thirtieth, yes. or are they talking absolute rubbish? Yes. And we we're not getting a buy. So, um, yes, yeah, so we don't really know what's happening. The, but we'll, we'll come and re- ready ready to rock anyway for the twenty ninth. That's good. Do you feel confident then, and 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 just focused on? Enjoying enjoying the experience because this is your first time, isn't it? Yeah, first time. So, like, are you just going to be there to enjoy it, or are you going to have that trash talking? You're going to be what? <laughs> you know, how are you going to go into the games with? Uh, whenever you actually get there. Uh, well, I'm not there to make up spots. 
So I'm not, I'll be there to, to give it my best. Yes. Uh, every workout. And if I, like, I think there's a couple of, couple of good workouts out there. If they come up, I can do some damage. But I don't have expectations. I'm not putting, like, pressure on myself for a specific number or yeah. specific goal. Yeah. Because a lot of people, maybe in that situation for you, a lot of people, they make the CrossFit Games and that's that's enough. That's the, their title. You know, they kind of leave it at that where they, yeah. don't, they don't push themselves to maybe go that, go to the podium, you know, yeah. in a certain way. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I just want to know where you're kind of at with that. But again, just kind of give it everything you have and not, yeah. not think I, about the... Yeah, like training's going like really well at the minute. Um, hopefully, obviously, we can keep this momentum going over the next eight weeks. Um, I think we'll be in a really, really good place. Probably, definitely, the way things are going at the minute, the fittest and healthiest that I will be going into any competition. Yeah. Um, so that's the goal for me is to arrive there healthy. And uh, my fitness is better than it's ever been. My strength's finally coming back from what I had in 2016 before shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I'm hugely confident going into. That's good. Uh, the next eight weeks. Um, so I think I think I can I think I can do well in some events, and then like I still have a couple of big weaknesses, just like swimming for me. Like I have a fear of water, so I work on it. I swim three times a week. My swimming, all my numbers are fine, yeah. but it's the open water that I'm afraid of. Yeah. So for me, like I could potentially come like last. In, in one workout, which is obviously going to hugely affect the leaderboard. Whenever they did that, it was actually on the fittest on earth, wasn't it? The documentary that they did, and the, whenever they did the open water swim, like people were pulling at legs and stuff like that yeah. too. And it's sort of, it's it's dangerous, you know. Yeah, it's it's quite it is quite aggressive, but like for me, I would just go in with the game plan to go into the water last to avoid carnage. <laughs> um, that's what I did in Dubai, and like I didn't come last in the swim, so like I was quite happy. Yeah. I just went into the water just a wee bit more conservative to everyone else. Yeah. And just made sure I swam by myself, and um, I ended up when I was out in the water, I was able to pass like five or six people, and you know I, I didn't come last. So that's <laughs> um, my my swimming's actually my swimming's actually good. It's just like the fear of the open water. Yeah. Oh, so and natural enough, like you know what I mean. It's the unknown. Yeah, like we don't get to do it that much in this country, so it's not like we are we're practicing it. Like if I was going to the open water three times a week, I think the confidence would probably be a bit higher. Yeah. Um, but obviously, just with my chest and stuff at the minute, with it not being great, I don't want to go into really cold water and then affect all our training. So I've just been training in the pool. Good woman. Um, so you got you got uh number one in Ireland, and yeah. you you could improve your ranking by going to sanctionals and doing other events and stuff as well, was that something you wanted to do to improve your ranking or was it nah? You just... Um, I, did, I did obviously Dubai, which was the first one, and then I did Strength and Death. Yeah. Um, just before the first, well, that was before the first open workout. Um, but yeah, no, like I, we didn't really have much intention, obviously, because we didn't have a really good block of training um, from I came home from Dubai until basically Strength and Death, because yeah. I was been so sick with my chest and stuff um so we always had planned to do strength and death and then after the open i had took two full weeks rest uh went to america and got probably a little bit fat um <laughs> and 
from I've come back from America, um, it's just been head down and just really focusing and just uh, ticking all the boxes that we obviously should have been able to do in December, but we couldn't. Yeah. So kind of kind of a couple of months behind, um, just in ter- just just from not being well. Yeah. So that's why we didn't plan any more sanctional events. Just wanted to focus on training, yeah. and then going to do the Irish Fitness Championships now um, this day month, this weekend month. So um, that's going to be really good. It's just a local one. It means you don't have to travel, don't have to get on a plane, yeah. just drive to Waterford and throw it down for three days. Good, excellent. Just a bit of fun, yeah. Well, I'm like I'll be I'm, I'm going to be treating it as like my my game replication weekend. So like I will probably be a little bit more serious than the event is, but that's just going to be me focusing on me for yeah, um, like just a prep for um the games. Okay, now um you used to do GST. Am I right in saying that? No programming. No. No. What what did who who programmed for you before? Probably uh, from CrossFit eighty twenty. Okay, and um. Are you doing your own programming now? Because I hear you're doing a wee bit with Mickey Walsh and you're helping yeah. those guys out. And I program, I program for like quite a few of the top Irish, Irish people at the minute. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, James Jersey's been programming me for two years now. Cool. Um, uh, so he um, he's based in Manchester. Right. And is that that's that's all you've kind of been doing? That you haven't done anything outside that or. That's, that's well, I've been with the CrossFit Berserk gang uh, every Saturday for Saturday Sweat, and now we've started to do like a bike mountain biking into track session on a Friday with uh, Eamon Kelly, the owner of CrossFit Berserk, and one of the coaches, Jake. Yeah, I suppose. Well, that's kind of you know you're getting yourself prepared for something like that out there, I suppose, in America yeah. because they've brought the bike out before. They've bought you know the swim. They've, so it's just being prepared i suppose yeah that's the, that, that would be the only 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 extras that i would add in uh, and then the rest i just um i let Josh, james jersey and uh, walk away he programs me it's just like easier like i think it's very hard to program for yourself yeah and be fully honest with yourself yeah and um, um you know because if you're feeling like pretty crap one day you're just going to say ah oh, sure i'll just have a little rest there yeah, yeah. so uh, at least if that's not in my hands and I'm told right today you're doing whatever I'll do it do you enjoy programming for the likes of Michael Wash and, and them do you, do you like doing that yeah it's been like a passion of mine for over the past couple of years um, and then obviously just with like the knowledge that I've learned from yeah. being with Neil for three years and now the knowledge I've learned from uh, with Josie obviously these past few years um, and then obviously just by doing various different courses myself um, like for me, that's definitely the path that I will go down once. Yeah. And I, I obviously I'm finished with CrossFit, and um, but at the minute that's uh, me just starting, starting my like career. That's cool. for for it. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is that something you want to kind of delve into and kind of do more yeah. of? Yeah. 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 So like last week we did like a big squad day down CrossFit Berserk, and I had. There is like nine, nine out of the, the sixteen that was there was all programmed with me. So it's pretty cool to watch everyone through down together. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of what we'll we'll do over, kind of over this next couple of years. We'll try and get together once every maybe two to three months and try and have mainly my clients, but get as many people from the community 
obviously to join yeah. and just bring everyone together that we bit more. Fantastic. Um, no, that's brilliant. I'm going to, there was a couple of things I wanted to kind of ask you as well. So um, you're not even thinking about next season yet, are you? You're not even thinking about that sort of th- side of things? Um, <clears throat> well, for me, like I'm going all in and October's open to win national champion. Again? Um, so yeah, I'll be going all in for that. Because yeah. that's the way we have qualification this year, except for an sanction event. Yeah. So there's top twenty this year. Yeah. What so, do you think of the wild card? That. <laughs> no, I I want to earn my spot. Oh no, I know, I know that. But did you did you hear the guy um, who got the wild? He's got a wild card hunter. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think um, of him? Like everyone to their own, but yeah. for me, I just wouldn't feel like I should be there. Yeah. Yeah. Done, but um, it will be quite cool to have someone from a different sport and obviously be a champion in his sport to be there. So it'd be quite cool if they maybe got you know another couple of different sports involved. It might obviously uh, um, sway more athletes towards CrossFit. So it is quite a smart move what they're doing. Uh, I've seen, uh, I listened to a Fronin and Friends actually this morning and Rich was saying if it had been last year, he would have been okay with it just because... Yeah. This year, the whole thing's changed, and it's the top. The top person gets that um, uh, invite from who, who's won that that country. And there's countries that haven't been doing it for as long. And so, yeah. if he beats them, he'll be he'll be kind of blowing his yeah. own trumpet type thing. But I mean, again, it's it's opening it up to to other other sports and stuff like that as well. Which I guess Greg Glassman, I think, is something. That, it's a smart move. Yeah. It's a smart move, like he's a very intelligent man and um yeah, he obviously he obviously has a has has a long term plan. Mm-hmm. That's obviously why he's bring, brought in all these changes, but it'd be quite interesting just to see how it all pans out yeah. this year. Obviously yes. we're we're the test dummies for it. Yes. I, I, I think I like P D I yeah. think he was very open to the change and stuff. I think it is good. It's gonna be kinda of more like the Champions League, do you know, of soccer type Yeah, it's America. different. Um, it's different. Uh, it'll probably be it'd be easier to see how it all pans out once we're there. But um, I think it is good. Obviously, you've got more opportunities to qualify. And um, potentially, like what a few other athletes have been saying, maybe there should be a cap on where how far down the national champion goes. There maybe should be like a, a level. Yeah. You know, like top. You know, maybe you have to be inside the top one thousand in the open or something. Because um, obviously there's there's some athletes there that you know scaled some events like and obviously like you're gonna get you're gonna get your ass handed to you at the games if you're you unfortunately haven't scaled events so uh, maybe it's not not totally fair at the moment you know because obviously there's any other top athletes out in the country so you're still not really getting the bet the full best yet I believe okay. Um, so like long term, like how long are you in this for? You're only what, 20, 29? I'm 29, yeah. So Uh, what is your, your long term, how long do you think you're going to be competitive for? Oh, like at the minute, like I feel the healthiest I've ever felt in my life. So, um, if I feel like this, I'll keep going. Good, good. Uh, So yeah, it just depends. Like if I can stay, like... There's so many injuries that can happen, like niggles and stuff like that. Um, 
And everyone has it, whether social media betrays it or not. Every top athlete has some kind of uh, underlying issue. Yeah, um, how you manage it, manage it. Like uh, on week three of the Open, I felt like a small wrist niggle, like, and I mean extremely small. <clears throat> Didn't think anything of it. It was actually until I came back from America, so it was five weeks later. Yeah. And I said to my physio, I was like, "Oh, my wrist is a little bit sore." And uh, she was like, "Okay, we should get an MRI just to be safe." Uh, turned out I had a radial, radial, radial bone bruising and a tear in my radial ligament. And I'm like, I was like, it was only a little bit sore. Yes. <laughs> um, so like obviously then I, I wasn't able to do anything with my left hand for nearly five weeks. That's why I pulled out of the Icelandic, the Reykjavik Championships and Breezy stepped in, really? in my spot for GST. Right. Um, because I was to compete on the team but um, I only found out 10 days before uh, Iceland so I, <laughs> I couldn't actually compete so yeah. um, it's one of those things uh, everyone has something going on it's just how you manage it yes 100% and just think I know you're you're getting ready to go on your bike and stuff so we have maybe I'll try and make this quick but um, a couple of things I like to ask people um is what is your motivation? What's driving you forward now to, to pursue this, to get better? I mean, you started doing motocross. You fell into CrossFit accidentally. Um, you've now the best in Ireland, and you're going to the CrossFit Games. I mean, what, what is it internal? Is it like something like um, you just want to be the best you can be, or is it like I want to prove people wrong? What What's the motivation? What's driving you forward right now? Um, well, it's definitely not proving people wrong. Um, it's all for me. Like, I just want to be the best athlete that I can be. And I want to just showcase what I can do. Yeah. Um, that, that's it. Like, that's my, my main motivator. Like, during the Open, uh, I repeated every workout. And on my repeat, I'm just like, right, let's go. Like, let's see how much that I can hurt myself right now. <laughs> you know, it's like, really, how much can I, like, suffer and keep going? This like, is... Yeah. I had a conversation with a guy yesterday and he said, like, he, he's just started CrossFit and he says that you have to have a screw loose. You have to... Yeah. to exactly what you just said. How much can I hurt here? How much can I push through? And yeah. You have to have a screw loose to do this. Oh, like a hundred percent. Like, if if you any any way like scared of hurting, like I think you're in the wrong sport. <laughs> like definitely. Um. Yeah. Like every time you go out into the gym, it really is like how much am I willing to hurt today? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um. The last one I want to ask you is. Um, I'm very much into self-development and kind of your mindset and stuff like that. Do you listen to audiobooks? Do you read books? Do you Where do you get your inspiration from, that kind of way? Um, I actually work with P.D. Savage's sister, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I work with her. Um, I think she's absolutely fantastic. So we started working together kind of on and off from around 2017. Mm-hmm. So we have, so yeah. And what sort of things does she do or help you with? What What is it that, you know? Um, it's just more like clear mind going into workouts. Right. So, like, we just set, like, specific goals going into workouts. Um, and that's the only goal. That's the only thing you're focusing on. Right. Um, there's timing, pacing, a rep scheme, yeah. whatever. So, 
it's just kind of like she just like simplifies everything so your head's not going all over the show yeah going to work right sometimes like um mainly at the filthy 150 face off um like i was quite happy with my score but i was thinking about um at what like whenever the workout started i was like right i'm not putting the bar down until she puts the bar down if you know what I mean? So I wasn't thinking about my reps. I was like, yes. I'm just going to do like three to five more reps to what she does. Yes. And then I start to break it into sets. But I didn't really have a focus on what my rep scheme was. Yeah. And then I got onto the chest of bars and I was like, right, I'm just going to go. Okay, right. Now these feel good. So I'm just going to keep going. Okay, they still feel good. And then I was like, I need a break. Like, I need a break soon or else I'm going to blow up. So that's kind of what my mindset was on the... Filthy 150, 19.5, and then obviously I assessed like my performance and set out a plan, um, and then I t- attacked it on the Monday with like super specific goals. Um, so like I give myself a time frame to get the 33s done, and then a time frame to get the the rest of the movements. So actually for the my repeat, I stood at the thruster bar for like 12 seconds before I picked it up because I was like. I'm not going. I've got my times. I'm not going before this. So I did my 33s and I stood at the bar for 12 seconds and then picked up the bar mm-hmm. um, to go because I was like, no, I'm being super strict. I know yeah. I can hold these paces. Um, and obviously I, I finished exactly where I wanted to finish. And that was my best best pace open finish. Yeah. And that, again, that comes down to, I suppose, experience and knowing what you can do. Like, um, you you could practice EMOBs like how many pull ups you can do in a minute, how many thrusters you can do in a minute, and it's like right, I know I can do about twenty in that time, and you know it's gauging like because if you're going off that pacer of someone else, yeah, you're maybe doing you're not doing your work capacity, you're not doing what you can do at the best that you can do, you know, so that's uh, that's it comes down to experience I suppose and stuff like that as well. Yeah, like it's just know it's knowing your body. Um, it's definitely the biggest one. Like I knew my chest of bars like were really strong. I had no rips on my hands from obviously the Friday, well Thursday night attempt. So I had no rips. I had no excuse not to be able to do the sets that I I had set out for myself. Yeah. Um, it was just then just staying rigid on the time, and obviously I had Eamon Kelly, the owner of CrossFit Berserk. He was there to keep me keep me right and keep me in check the whole the whole way through yeah awesome <clears throat> i i'm glad everything's working out for you and the training all is going well um i know there's a lot of people going to be looking and, and making sure they watch the games to see how you're getting on a lot of the guys down here looking all have been saying like they're they're going to be watching you so uh and supporting you all the way so good luck whenever you get out there yeah thank um, you have you any sponsors, anybody you want to mention and, and stuff before? Uh, yeah, like my, uh, I've got a couple of sponsors that's really helped me towards the games. I am Nuko, um, a, a programming company, Fitter, uh, Wed, CLN, Eat Naked and Black Box mm-hmm. are all helping me towards the games, so it's super exciting. And is there t-shirts or stuff? Are you doing that to, to kind of help support you get over there or is there anything that you're trying to raise money or...? Uh, it's more people who just torture me to get t-shirts so <laughs> uh, so I actually I, we didn't even change the design I got a couple of t-shirts done for when I was going to Dubai and I got it with the French Bulldog yep. just a tricolor so 
and um, we're going to have some tricolor options and some like clean white options as well um, so we're just going to put those out um, and obviously if we raise any money from it it'd be greatly appreciated but um, it's just mainly be nice just to see see a wee bit of support and see some team McQuaid's around the around the stadium and around the country yeah 100% and where where can they get them? Um, they're going to be on the CLN website um, from Monday onwards so I'll, cool. I'll make sure post post the link yeah awesome and where can people find you and sort of follow the journey? Um, on my Instagram, um, McQuaid one seven five. So I still have, I still have my race number. <laughs> so it'll, it'll, the cold racing side will always be in me, I think. That's it. That's probably a good luck charm. Yeah. Um, Emma, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I know you're busy, so um, I wish you all the best and uh, good luck. And thank you very much. All right. Nice talking right. to you. All right, and you appreciate See it. You. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, guys, there you have it, Emma McQuaid. Um, just to point you in the right direction, guys, we will be putting up links for her T-shirt. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to support that. Um, all the other podcasts are on shimasfinney.com forward slash podcast, and my blog as well. And, and I'll have a free resources page on my website coming soon, so look out for that. But all in all, I thank you very much for... Uh, listening in and hopefully get another podcast up soon. Ciao.